Hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to another episode of Pass Prosecco. I'm your host, Brandy Kimberly, and yeah, let's get on with this episode. So I hope y'all's weekend was fantastic. Mine definitely was. It was a long weekend. I went down to San Antonio, Texas to go see my mother. We did all the shopping, and she took me to one of my favorite outdoor malls, La Cantera, and to be honest, I probably spent way too much money. But yeah, I have a lot of new items that I cannot wait to share with you guys. I will probably share, I I think I'm going to share them on a live stream Monday, so be on the lookout for that. I'm really, really excited to try to do a live stream with you guys again. So let's get into the daily sip. I got an email from Chicwish. It's one of my favorite stores. They're known for their cute, feminine clothes. And, you know, it's just very on brand with me. And when they reached out to me and said, hey, they want to collaborate, I was like, of course, you know, no hesitation Let's do this. But to be honest, I am always a little hesitant when I get reached out to by email. I'd rather get reached out to by a DM with a legit source because you just never know. Like there's always scammy people out there and they're always trying to, I don't know what they're up to, but they're trying to get your information or something. And your money. And, um, well, this email reached out to me and they said they would, they want to do a collaboration where I blog post about them and do like a legit real review on their items and I could pick out 10. I was actually amazed by the number of items I can pick out because if you ever look on their website, their stuff is not, it's not cheap. So I did. I picked out 10. And again, I was wondering, like, is this real? Like, I love Chic Wish. I just, I hope it's legit. Um, And all they were requiring was that I sent, you know, of course, my shipping address and a phone number. Well, I went out to go get a P.O. box for future collaborations like this. Because I don't want to give my address. Um, So yeah, I have a P.O. box now. And I gave them my P.O. box. I gave them my number. And um, I picked out 10 items. And we were kind of going back and forth for a while. Because she said that some of the items I had picked out were pre-sales. So they weren't going to be able to ship any of the items out until um, I think like a month and a half. But I reached back out to her and said, hey, um, I would like to get this done sooner so that I can get the spring content going. And um, she said, that's fine. You know, she'll work with us or work with me. So just pick out something. And um, so I picked out more items and she went ahead and sent out the four that are available. It's like in tran- transit right now. And then... Um, yeah, so we'll see. I'm really nervous. I'm 
hoping that this is a real collab because, I mean, it's actually a dream come true collaboration for me. It is a business that I am, I have been obsessed with for a very long time. So, yeah, it's kind of like a step up for me. And I just want to reiterate again that you do have to be careful with these emails, these people that reach out to you for collaboration because you just never know. Like some of them are scammy. Some of them are just not legit. Like I don't know what their intentions are, but you just got to be careful with them. And they did use the Cheek Wish website, but anyone can do that. Anyone can grab a link and put that in their email. But also this person seemed to know about the business. But again, you know, these scam artists can go to great lengths. And um, again, they only asked for, they didn't ask for money. So that was good. They only asked for a blog post and offered items in exchange. So that's a good collaboration. Um, Anytime they offer items for a collab or if they offer money. So yeah, it's a good collaboration if they offer to pay you Obviously, do not give them your bank information. That's just a big no-no. I would not do it that way, but I'm sure there are ways to collect. And yeah, more to follow. I mean, it's only been a week since she sent out the stuff, so we'll see what happens. I'm really excited. I picked out really feminine, cute stuff for the spring. I just, I can't wait to share it all. Okay, and then I also have a little bit of Instagram news for you guys. Nothing like crazy, of course, you know, and I don't do this a whole lot, but I have been following Emily from Champagne and Janelle very closely because she is vacationing in Tulum right now, and I have all of the the envy right now. Like, I want to be in the heat and the sun and by the beach it is just i'm living vicariously through her insta stories and it's really fun um and you know what's crazy is okay so emily i've been following her for a very long time i've been following her since i want to say 2017 and i've always been inspired by her i love her um she was always vacationing in the past with other big, well-known bloggers. Um, Yeah, she's been part of that group of the bloggers that seems to be like the ones who, I don't know, took the lead in blogging and Instagramming and influencing and all that. So many girls know about her. She has like a million followers. And the other friends that she has in the influencing world. But she didn't go on vacation with anybody like that this time, and it's the first time I see this. She's actually vacationing with legit friends, like people who are not social media 
like people don't know about them at all on social media. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And it's nice to see that she's like kicking back and relaxing. This is not a blogging trip. This is actually a trip where she's hanging out with real friends. And she's I think she's celebrating a birthday. Yeah, I did see that she was celebrating a birthday. And of course, you know, I'm still following it and being inspired by the views and the outfits that she's wearing. And It's just nice. I love seeing that. And, you know, Emily is considered, quote-unquote, insta-famous in the blogger community. Again, I've been following her for so long and have been influenced by her multiple times. But, you know, that's not the only type of blogger that I follow. I follow all kinds. I follow microbloggers, nanobloggers, and they all somehow influence me. And I love being part of that community. I love just how we feed off of each other and we like we just thrive off of each other. It's such a good community to be a part of and I love it when it stays a positive space. I know that it can't be like that all the time, but um, whenever negativity tries to make its way into our little fashion world. I hate seeing it. I really do. And that brings me to my next topic. Okay, so this past week, I was listening to a podcast. And there was this person in the podcast, they were talking about the fact that fashion bloggers are starting to make their own podcasts. I'm living proof of it. I'm living proof of that statement. Yes. We are coming out of our shells and exploring other venues, other pivots to be on social media. And a podcast, you know, for me, I love them because I love listening to them. Some people don't like listening to podcasts, honestly. But, um... You know, I was inspired because I have listened to a few podcasts that were actually fashion influencing driven or that was its niche and they kind of fell off the map for a while. So I thought, you know what? I can just start one. Okay, so this person goes on to talk about, you know, these blockers who have started a podcast Now, I only know of a few. I know uh, they're all well-known bloggers, too. Most of them are not even doing the podcast anymore. Like, they did one season, and that was it. I know one that recently started, and she's still doing it. And I love listening to her. I love listening to them all, honestly. But I don't know any like micro bloggers or nano bloggers who started a podcast. I haven't heard any yet. But you know what? If you are one, reach out to me. We can totally support each other. Um, so this person goes on to discourage other bloggers, other fashion bloggers from starting a podcast. Various reasons were given and... It was something about, like, it being hard work and, you know, people don't realize it. The fact that 
some of these bloggers do not have the personality to start a podcast. And it was just going on and on. And I was, honestly, I was bewildered. Like, astounded. I am perplexed with the idea that this individual is discouraging fashion bloggers from even starting a podcast. Now, this person is a podcaster only and kind of becoming an they became an influencer from podcasting, but I mean, I don't know. Like I don't it, it almost sounds like they're threatened by the fact that fashion bloggers are starting podcasts because the niche might be threatening. I, I really don't un- understand it. It's kind of crazy. But I'm here to tell you, girl, yes, it is hard work. And it does take time to find your voice. But if you want to do it, do it. I am not going to discourage it in any way. I actually applaud it. And if you're doing these things, if you're a blogger and you started a podcast, like I want to know. Especially if you're not a well-known blogger. I want to know. I will be supportive to your goals. I will be helpful to your ambitions. I mean, I will always be a person on social media. I will always host a platform that is about supporting anyone that I come into contact with. You know, pushing out inspiration and motivation to do the things that you want to do and don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it don't let anyone tell you that you're not pretty enough that you don't have the personality that you don't have what it takes no way I mean I was just again amazed by what was coming out of this person's mouth. And honestly, I was disappointed. Like, I expected better, and I got crap. Crap was fed to the people that listen. And, yeah, just disappointed, I guess. I expected better. Again, I don't know. I'm just, I'm lost for words. I really am. So moving on from that, to the, the mess that was spilt there. Um, yeah, it is hard work, guys. Um, there's so much, and I want, this is what this podcast episode is about. Like, I want to be helpful. I want to give you guys the, I guess, I want to give you guys the tips. I want to give you guys what I know. I want to hand over something for you to start with. If it's ever, you know, something you want to do. I really understand how hard it is because I've been doing this for a year. And, you know, I also do blogging on qbrandyk.com. You know, and I also have my Instagram, which I used to have 10K and got kicked off of my platform and it got erased and now I'm starting all over. But, you know, like I want to grow organically 
not like how I had done it before in the past. Honestly, I have to give credit to Loop Giveaways. I think that that really helped me grow significantly, and it's still a way to do it, but I feel like backing off from that and just kind of trying to put yourself out there in another way can it would help you build an audience that you deserve an audience that you would actually be happy with because those loop loop giveaways are not going to give you the right audience because it's just people that don't care about your content they only show up because you give because you do loop giveaways so I'm going off on a tangent here but to stick to the whole podcasting message um again yes it is hard work but I am making content on three different platforms and I'm not making my content based on gossip or saying mean things that is going to gain people's attention because, you know, people thrive on drama. I'm not doing those things. I, I don't like gossiping. And gossiping... I mean, that's just kind of like a cheap shot. But anyway, gossip content on the Insta-Famous should not thrive on the Insta-Famous success, but they do. That's how they get noticed because they talk about the Insta-Famous. And people show up because they want to hear the gossip. So I don't want to take my podcast in that direction, being a gossip kind of podcast. It is not for me. I don't, I mean, if people do it and that's fine, like I'm not mad at them for it. That's great. But I'm just saying for me, like that's not where I'm going to go. I'm strictly fashion I'm strictly inspiring uplifting because that's who I am genuinely I like to be true to who I am and will that ever get me a thousand downloads compared to a gossip podcast no probably not I mean I don't know maybe maybe it will maybe it won't I don't really care though because I don't rely on income from anything that I do on social media. I don't need it. It's just, I'm doing it for fun. I'm just a personality on a podcast, on Instagram, on a blog. I don't rely on it. I don't rely on the money that it can bring me. I can definitely say that my slow growth in any social media platform definitely has a lot to do with the fact that I don't put 100% into my hobbies. I guess I, I can call them hobbies because I'm always busy with my career and my profession. I mean, I talk to a lot of girls and a lot of girls who have had full-time jobs and they blog on the side and they're doing way better than I am because they have more time than I do. 
I, my job takes me so far from anything that I, anything extra that I want to do because I have to be so involved, so focused in what I'm doing. But I mean, that's just the life that I chose. And I choose to sit here on a, at, on a Sunday, Sunday night and record a podcast because it makes me happy. And that's all that matters. But this is just my story. You know, it doesn't mean it's better than anyone else. I just want to make that clear because, I mean, these other bloggers that are killing it, that they're doing it, that they're successful, I mean, they're smart. They're committed. They are fascinating women. And I love getting to know them. I don't really ever plan on becoming Insta-famous or podcast famous or anything like that. But I am here for the community that does know me. I'm here for the fashion friends. I'm here for the fashion world. I love sharing my ideas. I love helping others. I like collaborating I love listening to other girls and how they're killing it in social media and how and I just love how helpful these girls can be. You just have to ask them. So what I'm doing with my podcast obviously is not to bash people. It's to share ideas. It's to be helpful to the fashionistas who aspire to become a blogger or a influencer or now even a podcaster. Um, The route, that's the route that I want to take. I want to be encouraging and a supportive girlfriend that you know. I am here for my blogger friends. And if you feel that you want to start a podcast, Definitely do it. Let me know so I can support you and we can collaborate. And I mean, I'm always up for that. And we're just going to not worry about the ones that are saying don't do it because no, you know, if someone says not to do something, if someone tells me I can't do something or don't do it, that just makes me want to do it even more. And I did start my podcast last year. And yes, I had to start over three times. One time because I was supposed to have a co-host and that didn't work out. So the genre, the type of podcast that we were going to be was not fitting to me individually. So yeah, I had to go towards blogging. And then I thought I was going to deploy and I got discouraged in wanting to continue because I felt like I mean, it was a lot of hard work and I felt like nobody was showing up. So I kind of gave up a little bit for a few months And then I was inspired again and decided, you know what, I'm going to do this and I'm going to stick to it. And I am. I am showing up every week and it's it's not going to stop until I want it to.
When I started up my podcast again, I decided that it was going to be a blogger's podcast. It was going to give you insight and share things on Instagram and blogging. And it was just where I wanted to build like a community. You know, I bring on girls who share ideas and their tips and tricks with you guys. And that's all I really want out of this because it's fun, because I'm passionate about the niche. And if I'm passionate about the subject of blogging and Instagramming and influencing and all that, then it's going to reflect. And I mean, again, I'm just amazed. (laughs) So amazed because they sit there and they say, you know, bloggers shouldn't start a podcast because X, Y, and Z, I mean, it just wasn't right to say. I mean, I'm all about girls supporting girls and lifting each other up and building a positive environment and all of that stuff. But, you know, if someone's going to be nasty and say, you know, don't start a podcast because, I mean, again, just bewildered of the statement and it doesn't make sense. It sounds like they're threatened threatened or something, but you know, I don't know. And I mean, it's okay. People are entitled to their own opinion. I just felt like it was, I had to say something about it as a podcaster who is a blogger, a fashion influencer that, you know what? It is a different niche from theirs, and they don't really understand what it's like to be a blogger. They don't understand what it's like to be an influencer because they everything that they've got, everything that they have obtained was through podcasting, and that's what they have going for them, and that's a good thing. I mean... Don't get me wrong. I liked that person, but I was just disappointed again. Once again, I was just very disappointed. And I just wanted to stick up for the influencers who podcast. So I would also like to state that sometimes these people on Instagram, they are so far up in their own heads that they no longer are grounded. They've lost connection of what it's like to start out, to struggle, to get followers, to become a podcaster and put yourself out there so that people, you know, will will either take it or leave it. Listens, getting people to listen to your podcast. I mean, that could take months, just like Instagramming, like to get followers that can take months. That could take years. It takes consistency. That takes you showing up every time, showing up for the six followers, for the six listeners and just watch it multiply. And sometimes it doesn't multiply as fast as you would like it to. It could just take a long time to get recognized. And will you ever make it? You never know 
you will never know the answer to that if you just stop. So I would say don't give up. In the past, when I took a break from podcasting, that was probably my mistake. And I don't plan on doing that ever again, unless I actually just don't want to do it anymore. And, you know, I would also like to point out that some girls are not interested in, quote unquote, making it, becoming insta-famous. Some of us just like making content, creating, being creative, being a part of the community, being a part of the fashion community in my in my circumstance. Okay, so I'm going to get into my next topic where I talk about how to start a podcast. For those of you who want to try something new, start a new pivot, like building and starting a podcast, there are some tips here that I'm going to share with you from my personal experience. Okay, so first, first tip, get yourself a microphone. Now, I did listen to one of my favorite podcasters um, that is a fashion influencer, and I didn't know this, but they don't have a microphone. They actually just record off of their um, the microphone on their computer, which was really interesting because I didn't, <laughs> I would have never thought that, but um, yeah, you don't have to get yourself a microphone. I just... I want to give you advice to get a microphone. I started out with a $40 one from last year. I bought one at Best Buy. It was like a $40 small one. Um, You still see them there. I can link it if you're interested, but it's like this blue one. And um, it worked out okay, but not great because I would get a lot of information Um, when I was doing my interviews with my phone, I would call people and whenever I had my phone and my microphone in the same vicinity, it was kind of getting like that interference noise. So I was getting tired of that. And I decided to, since I knew I was going to stick with my podcast all year this year, it was time for me to invest in another microphone so I saw that the Yeti the blue Yeti was a very popular one to get on Amazon so I went ahead and bought that one and I love this microphone it works really well so I would say if you are going to start a podcast and you're thinking about a microphone no you don't have to have one But if you are to get one, I wouldn't buy the $40 one. I would buy the $100 one. That's how much mine cost. The Blue Yeti, I got, they come in different colors. I got the white one because it's like chic and pretty. It's like aesthetically pretty for my Instagram. So whenever I want to like promote my podcast on my Instagram, I have this pretty microphone. Okay, so my second tip is to record and edit your platforms using GarageBand. You don't have to, but I like it. It's free. It comes with, if you have Apple, it's, you know, it comes with your Mac. And it did take me a little bit to understand it, get the hang of it. I actually 
invest a lot of time looking up YouTubes on how to record a podcast on your GarageBand. And I really do like this software, this system. It's just, it works for me. And I know the basics. I'm pretty sure there's more that I can learn. There's still a lot that I can figure out, like tips on sound and all that. But I have the basics. That's all I really need. I don't need to go fancy. And yeah, it's um, a really good program to use when you're recording your podcast. There are other systems out there, programs that you can use for editing and recording. So um, don't let this one be the one that you, if you want to do something like different, research it. I'm just giving you what works for me and my advice. And again, it's free. That's what I love most about it because it's on my MacBook already. So my third advice is to get some music. Just liven up your entry, your intro into your podcast. And I also use it for my outro. Um, Every podcast that I have encountered especially from other fashion bloggers have some kind of intro and outro music sometimes they only have intro and they don't have an outro one and um some of them have like pre-recorded intros with the music like where they come on and they're saying and i had this for a while who they are what their purpose is and it's just it makes it fun i stopped doing it Um, I just come on, like I let the music play and then I come on and then I do the outro. Just it, um, it's less effort with the editing portion. That's why. But for music, you can pay for music. You can find artists that are going to sell you podcast music and you can find something that actually fits your niche that fits you know, the sound that you want that's going to be the brand of your podcast. Or, and I may pay for one in the future, but this is what I did. And I've, I've used three different songs from this already. So I went and got um, free music off of YouTube that is not copyright, that has no like restrictions for copyright. So I found this out through watching YouTubes on starting a podcast, which they are a wealth of information. If you have any other questions, I mean, definitely look them up there because that's what I did. Um, But yeah, there's a YouTube. I think it's like the creator. Actually, let me look this up. Okay, so if you go on your YouTube There is where your profile picture is at. If you click on that, it gives you the option for the studio. When you get into the studio, off to the left-hand side, you'll find like different icons, and one of them says audio library. So that's where the free music is at that you can use that's non-copyright like you don't have to worry about the copyright it's just it's free for use and they have tons of music about 779 pages 
worth of music. And then each page has like, I think, I don't know how many, about 30, I want to say that are listed. So tons of music. And if you're going to start a podcast, definitely go that route. That way, you know, you're not investing all this money on so much. But I mean, if you want to buy the music, buy the music. That's probably the best route to go anyway. And I probably will do that in the future. So my fourth piece of advice for you when starting a podcast is to find a quiet room whenever you're going to record. I started recording in my po- in my podcast. I started recording in my closet for a little bit because of how good the sound is. Like the quality of the sound is amazing because you have you're surrounded by clothes and it just kind of like softens the sound. It doesn't give you all of that noise bouncing off the walls. Eventually, I might put up some like sound boards. I think that's what it's called on my wall, like little boards that helps the sound when it bounces. It, you know, helps the quality of the recording in my blog room. I like being in my blog room. It's just a nice, spacious place to be in. There's been times where my notifications disrupted my podcast and I had to figure out how to silence them. Sometimes I feel old when I do not know how to work my computer or my phone. I feel like I'm getting old. It's crazy. So yeah, I had to figure out how to silence these things while I was recording because it was becoming very disruptive. Not all the time when I recorded, but majority of the time. Another thing, um, like I started this podcast, you could, I don't know if you could hear the gaming that was going on that my husband's doing outside. I even have the door shut, but it was so loud. I had to stop and ask my husband to lower the TV. I don't know if he was aware that I was recording. I don't always tell him when I'm going to do it. So, um, he lowered that, but I mean, I've had, I think my last recording with um, a guest, my husband, he had the TV so loud and you can hear it towards the end. So I I was not happy with that, but I know it wasn't his fault because I didn't stop everything to tell him like, look, I'm recording. You need to not have this so loud. One day, like I said, I might do like the whole soundproof boards on the wall, but we'll see when that happens. I don't know when. I just really, really hate sometimes when I record, it just sounds like I'm in my bathroom because you just hear the echoes bouncing off the wall. But my fifth tip for you guys is YouTube. And I've already said this, but I cannot stress it enough. I got all of my tips on how to start a podcast off YouTube. There is so much information there. So many helpful podcasters that is just dishing out the info. 
you know, I actually learned how to use my Nikon using YouTube, and I feel like I'm really good at my camera, like using my camera. I'm, you know, one of those mediocre photographers, but I'm pretty good at it. Pretty good at photography. I mean, I could be better. I just need to invest more time. For a second there, I sound like I was saying that I was good at being mediocre, but no, I'm just saying that I'm a mediocre photographer, but I'm really good at taking photos that, I mean, I could be the best. That's what I'm trying to say. So yeah, helpful tips on YouTube. They're dishing out all the information and you know what? You're not a threat to them. They're going to help you out. They're actually banking on helping other people grow and become podcasters themselves. So I think that's like the best thing that you can do when you help people. If you make money off of helping people, I mean, that's awesome. So my final tip for you guys is you need to find a hosting platform. There are so many that are going to host your podcast. There was a YouTube that was talking about these hosting sites. And the one that I chose, I want to be safe. I don't know if it's safe for me to say which one I use um, and put it out there in the public. So if you really want to know, DM me and I'll tell you. But um, there, again, there's so many different ones out there. If you look it up on YouTube, like how to get your podcast hosted, um, yeah, like you'll find so much information out there. And I like the one that I use. I just upload my saved recording. I drop it into the platform. I give it, I give the episode a name and I schedule its release time and date. And yeah, like it takes a little bit to get it all set up. But once it's all done and everything has been refined and come through and there's no mistakes, then you're ready. You're set up for a successful episode. You just hit schedule and you're, you're good. So, um, those are my few tips for starting out, for starting a podcast. I can make more episodes like this if you would like. There are different things that still go into podcasting, like organizing your notes, organizing your topics, like how do you want your episode to flow, how you interview guests, the, there, there is a lot that goes into a podcast that one person was not lying, but it's definitely not impossible if you want to do it. And it does take a little bit of hard work and dedication, but it can be done. And I mean, if you want it, you can achieve it. Again, um, I started this podcast in January. And if you're looking to grow it, I would not advise Instagram to be like the only source to market your podcast. I still need to look into this if I want to really grow my podcast. Like I, I know there's other things that I need to do. I'm not doing them. So when I figure those things out, I will share that with you too. And hopefully it will make you guys successful as well.
I am enjoying the journey, and if people show up, I am happy. If they don't, I'm not sweating it, but I will continue to do what I do for those who want to be here for me and the ones that do show up. I'm here for community and fun, and I want to thank you guys for being a part of it. Y'all are amazing. So I want to share my glass of inspo with you guys to close out the episode. I found the cutest bag online and I purchased it. So I'm still waiting for it to come in. It's by Goodnight Macaroon. And of course, when this episode launches, I'm going to share it in my stories. So be on the lookout for that. But remember earlier this year when I was saying that Pearl's was going to be all the rage this year. It was going to be super trendy. Well, this bag is evidence of that. It is a cute, looks like a designer bag. It's designer inspired. By the way, Goodnight Macaroon has really nice, really good inspired designer, designer inspired bags. Um, And I like how this bag, it's white And it has like, um, what's that word I'm looking for? Like fringe type of crisscross stitching. It's really cute. And then the handle is made of pearls. So I can't wait to get it in. I adore it. But yeah. All right, girls. I hope y'all have a fun week and thank you for being here thank you for listening all the way through and if you guys have any questions definitely dm me reach out to me at pasta prosecco blog that's where i am on instagram i have like all kinds of names right now i need to sort it out and my my handle right now for like to know it is brandy underscore kimberly so if you want to check out that bag i'm going to drop it in there tonight It'll be there by the time this episode launches in the morning. And I hope to see you guys next week here with me, sipping on that Prosecco, enjoying the girl talk. And until next time, cheers. Cheers.